grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Habstreet, and my co host is Patty Markham Peterson. Hello. <laughs> We've got the mirror on there, so I've got to point the opposite way that yes. I want to point to. Right. This is fun. Well, welcome to our Wednesday today to the show, Oneness Talk Radio. And welcome to everyone. We've got the chat up. So if you are joining us via Oneness Talk Radio YouTube or Oneness Talk Radio Facebook, welcome. Jump into the chat. Say hi. Let us know we are here. And the call board is also open. And you can call in and I'll put the number up here. There it is. You can call the number if you'd like and join in the conversation. Um, ask any medical intuitive questions. If you want me to pull a cards of clarity for you, um, whatever it is that you have on your mind, you can call in and join us. And for any of you out there that are maybe listening via podcast on Spotify, welcome. Glad you're listening. And if you ever get an opportunity, Come and join us live at 3 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesdays on Oneness Talk Radio Facebook or YouTube. Or you can also just go into Oneness Talk Radio archives on YouTube and just watch an old show and make a comment there because we go back and check them as well. So welcome. And be everybody. sure to subscribe. And yes. Catch all kinds of great shows. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Please subscribe to Oneness Talk Radio YouTube. We could use the subscribers. Yes. And the more people that join in, the more fun, the more material we put out because we know that there's more of you all listening out there. So, so anyway, um, both Patty and I are medical intuitives and we're both self-ascension intuitive counselors and evasive quantum healers. Um, with 12, 13 years experience in that, and then even longer in more holistic modalities. So, um, you know, you can call in and ask on a variety of topics, and we'll do our best to, to serve you any way we can. So today's topic, navigating the ego. Um, the ego is always a fun one because it's something that we're constantly navigating throughout this entire life. It seems like it doesn't go away. We can only love it into a place of um, relaxation and acceptance. Um, but until we do that, it's going to constantly be trying to stop us from our expansion if that's your goal. So that's the topic we are going to discuss today because we just went through this huge new moon up level. And anytime you have a um, anytime we have an up level, it, it means you have a chance to up level in consciousness. And those are the things that trigger the ego. The tree ego likes patterns, it likes things it knows, Comfort. and it doesn't know an up level. Um, so so many of you might be seeing a freak out right now. And so um, our hope today is that we can offer some information to support you if that's what you're going through. You know, I hear from clients often, you know, Patty, how do you know the difference between when the ego's operating or it's my intuition? 
and truthfully, that takes practice, right, Jerry? I mean, constant, you know, experiences and discernment. And the more, you know, you brought up a couple of the key characteristics of comfort zones. And, and, and also, I would say, and it's more about that separation, right? It's versus this other part of us, the who we really are, soul self knows we're always connected, but this ego believes, you know, we're separate or that um, there's maybe one way, you know, or like my way is the best way. And it has, um, so it's all about that. If things look like they're getting out of that control, eek, and how does it show up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the ego is so much tied to the inner child. So any aspects of the inner child that aren't healed, which we all have many of those. I mean, I'm still healing those aspects and I've, you know, 12 years at working at this and um, it, it connects with that unhealed inner child. And so anytime you're getting ready for an expansion, often um, it might throw you back into that little child spot again, where it's kind of a freak out because change is coming and I don't know what to do with change. Mm-hmm. And, and then not only is it tied to the inner child, but it's also directly connected to the body. So if you think of an inner child that has, um, you know, an upset, some, there's an upset that's going on, they'll feel it right away in their stomach, mm-hmm. you know, or something like that. So that's what happens to us. If we're going through a major expansion, the ego freaks out, the body will often freak out as well. Absolutely. And that's, and that's how, you know, you know, the ego's operating underneath is when, like you're saying that freak out or that it's like a trigger, you know, that's another word we could use, right? When all of a sudden we're feeling a real trigger and going, ah, (laughs) and for me, yes, stomach, or how about even our throat? Some of us will feel this tightening here in our throat, our truth chakra. And so that's saying, you know, there's a part of us tied to that hurting inner child or an old belief that's so many of our beliefs in our mental body are unconscious. We're not even truly aware of those beliefs till something comes up to go, Oh, did I swallow this belief when I was younger or whatever? And so that, that trigger moment is, is, um, or the freak out is like, okay, this is my ego. And, um, I know, you know, many um, people we know and ourselves, we've taken a a program called the Navigating the Inner Matrix through self-ascension. And there's that beautiful practice in there, safe practice, right, Jerry? Mm -hmm. That that describes that perfectly. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. um, So the safe practice, it's S-A-F-E. And it's just something to remember if you're in a situation where you're feeling triggered or you start to have anxiety or someone's doing something and you're, you know, you don't know what to do with yourself, right? You can either express it or you can, you know, the S for safe is stop. Stop. (laughs) And then your heart is even better because it's reminding your body that you're safe and you're here and that you're Mm -hmm. connected to something greater than this experience. And then the A is acknowledge by just saying, you know, hey, something's going on here. I'm, I'm acknowledging yeah. that I'm not feeling centered right now. <laughs> right. We're not denying it, right? This, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a gift to acknowledge whatever we're feeling, and that's being conscious. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's where we start to develop awareness. Yes, exactly. 
is when we start to notice these experiences and how we're handling mm-hmm. them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the F is is feel. So yeah. don't don't deny the the experience. You know, I'm feeling. What is it that I'm feeling? I'm feeling shaky. You know, I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling angry. <laughs> I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling forgotten. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the E is just expand. So lift. You know, lift through it. Lift above. If you can lift yourself even up into the seventh. And I know um, if you're listening to this, there were uh, there's several dimensions. The third dimension is the planetary experience that everyone starts out at. And it's where the drama and the, the um, drama triangle are. And then the fifth is when you lift up into a place of real compassion for yourself and everything. And you're above a lot of that. You can be aware much easier and it's so much easier to navigate through life because there's more of a joy, more of a buoyancy, more of the law of instantaneous manifestation. And then the seventh is beyond that when you've released all judgment and you can just witness yourself witnessing life. And so um, what I like to do on the expand part in any experience when I'm being triggered is I have a vision of myself beyond the seventh. Like I have a vision of myself in my highest absolute beingness that my mind can possibly imagine, right? <laughs> so whatever. Right, right. That's it. So they have to really understand, wow, I am more than this body. And it's the body with this aspect of me that's reacting. That's not who I am. Exactly. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And then when you expand, I, I just visualize, I have a good visual of that. So I stop and I lift myself up to that, that beingness. And that immediately pulls me up and out of it. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that works for you, but that's just a way. It could be however you use to signify what your soul, the truth of you might look like. And when you expand, you can just bring yourself up to that, mm-hmm. that state and you can you know, kind of lift out of it a bit. Right. And maybe expand for somebody means just, I'm going to take some expansionary breaths right. and connect with... I am more than this emotion. I'm not my emotions. My emotions are just that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not these, you know, feelings or whatever. And it's just, and see that, you know, for me too, it's that lifting. And then also seeing my true self as a, um, I'm visual, you know, the sparkly energy that kind of just wraps around that inner child in the body that's going, wow, I'm having an experience mm-hmm. and I need to not feel alone or <laughs> whatever. And something like that works for me. So it's fun to hear from different people how, how they choose to do it. But the big piece is that you stop, you acknowledge, you feel, and then you expand. And each time we do it, it can be quicker because you're using that experience. I mean, that awareness and the experience and the choice to lift. Yeah, that's what I've noticed with any of these tools. The more you use them, the quicker you can move through things. Because it's, right. it, it becomes a pattern. So instead of the old pattern of getting triggered, now you've got a new pattern set in place that interrupts that. So, um, and I was going to ask you as well. Um, so how do you know when you're in your ego? Good question. Because, <laughs> you know, like you said, even with the inner child, where um, there's many layers. And that ego... Um, can sometimes be sly (laughs) and um, 
And so the common things for me are definitely when I know I'm being triggered and in some way, when I'm having a freak out, when I'm feeling a judgment or something comes up, like even today, something came forward in my face and I, I felt a little bit of a judgment toward it. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. Okay. You know, what's here? What's, what's feeding? That's an egoic response, right? And, and yet there are a few times in my life when I've, you know, been shown that the ego is operating when maybe we weren't even fully conscious of it yet. And that's a beautiful growth mm-hmm. opportunity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I notice. So there's times too, when there's, the real triggers, like you're talking about the judgment and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Then there's times where there's maybe a longer period where the ego has like taken over and there mm-hmm. aren't those triggers, but yet I'm still in it. Mm-hmm. And those are experiences I've noticed where I'll really connect with the inner child. So if I'm going to pick out, say, a dress to go out or a shirt, it's something that has ruffles, <laughs> you know? Yeah, or, yeah. Or it's, um, you know, and I'll find myself like a child wanting to be around more people, not wanting to be alone. Um, alone Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and then I'll look back later, maybe at photos of myself and I'll be like, Mm -hmm. wow, there was a period of time where that inner child, which was the ego, was solely in place here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And needing from outside of ourselves? Is that what you're saying more so? Or um, you know, not not so much in those moments, but you okay. know, wanting friends around like a child, not being as okay. comfortable as being alone with myself. Okay. 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 And um yeah, yeah. it reminds me. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Because also, you know, aspects of that ego are a little more like I'm a li- I'm special. Right. Right. We'll see that out in the world, you know, that <laughs> quite a bit. And, and that, you know, if they're um thinking they're more special in any way, and 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 especially for above others, you know, there's this hierarchy. Specialness, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and anxiety. And, mm-hmm. Okay, go anxiety, ahead. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that'll trigger the the unfinished inner child stuff. Right. Yes. And, yes. and the more of that's past that you actually do healing on, um, you will actually soften the ego because there's less of that for the ego to grab onto. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is, you know, as soon as I start feeling anxious moments, you know, to stop again and connect and then notice what was going on in the mind. What were the thoughts? What were the beliefs that were preceding that feeling anxious moment? And it's usually, for me, it's something about this judgment of I'm not doing it good enough. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm not doing this in time. Or there's a comparison, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Or um, or telling myself I didn't, you know, I'm not not good enough, whatever. And so that's what one piece I noticed before that anxiety starts coming. And so there's always a split between our true self and... um, and the egoic personality self when there's an anxiety, you know, something around our safety and our, our sense of worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The sense of being wounded too. Wounded. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. The victim consciousness, 
that's that's very much operating when we're there. You know, that's around the egoic um, self. <laughs> yeah, and the righteousness having to be right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Feeling yeah. defensive. How about feeling defensive? Absolutely. Yeah. When somebody says something right away, like, <laughs> yeah. well, I love, I love what Elizabeth says too. Triggers are our truth meter. Beautiful. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and if you think yeah. of the ego and the inner child, you can think of any of those little things that the, our young child would go through when they're having a temper tantrum or things aren't going right. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's that it, as adult with <laughs> layers around it, you know, and that's primarily how the world, the outer world is acting up right now. It's everyone's egos are being yes, triggered either, you know, in the fear, in the, in the righteousness or in the anger or, mm-hmm. in the anger, or they're being triggered to now we're going to expand and lift more and hold ever more light. And, you know, so it's, those little things coming up, but we're, you know, navigating our way through it. Very much. I see it creating a lot more polarity. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And I I wanted to ask you too. So um, one thing the ego does when we expand, because it's so connected to the body, it'll freak the body out. And I know you've got a good example of that. And I kind of have an example of that as well. Do, do you want to share your India travel? I mean, that's a, an example of um, when you expand really far and it's like, it triggers the body in a number of ways. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. On the return from India. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know, because even in the moment, we're on these beautiful excursions to very... Um, high um, vibe places going through beautiful ensoulments and energy up levels. Um, our souls knew to be there. I was very much called, knew this is a, a journey um, to be on. And then when I got home, I was dealing with a very uh, physical symptom, you know, having high blood pressure and insomnia. And, and then, then myself um, being from more, I say, from the medical field and knowing what could go wrong from that, <laughs> probably freaked even more because I was all in my head. And, um, and I, I spiraled down. It was, it was crazy. It was this higher vibe wanting to come in and my body didn't know how to integrate with it with ease. You know, now some years later, I can look back and go, wow, what a gift that all flushed up. But in the moment, it can, you know, you can feel so very alone. You can feel, um, I mean, I worked through layers, past life, generational, my own, of abandonment, right? Being left, re- all of that was going on in my body. And by doing practices and so much work on healing that inner child, more of my old wounds came were revealed to me. Mm-hmm. Some big traumas I had in my childhood. And um, the self-love and the acceptance were so key, you know, the gentleness, the nurturing. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I had, you know, and I had an experience too not not so long ago. Um, It wasn't a body trigger, but when I came back from Tosa Blue Mountain, so this is a a spiritual retreat center in Ecuador, amazing. And same thing, so the ego can get triggered by, 
you know, expansionary experiences, people in the outer world, or even a great lift in consciousness. Yes. I was getting ready to lift. And so that's what this was for me. And so I came back and I found myself in this zone that I didn't know where I was. And I literally watched Alice in American Land for a week straight because falling down the rabbit hole was the only thing that I could relate to because I literally felt like that's what happened. And I was laying in bed wondering what time it was. And I was immediately teleported to the kitchen where I saw the clock and said, one, one, one. And then I'm back in my bed going, oh, my God, did that just happen? And then I witnessed myself at my parents' property somewhere up in Minnesota, you know, sprinkling out holy water on the property. And then when I was done, I went, oh, my God, did I do that? You know, I'm crazy. I'm going insane. I'm alone. I need to talk to someone. And Clear signs of expansion. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. If you're uncomfortable, you're expanding, right? Because the ego likes comfort. So if you're uncomfortable, really celebrate. Do a happy dance. You're expanding. And, and I, I ended up sliding backwards, too. I, I ended up going back because my, my ego freaked out. I, I immediately it was I was alone and I'm crazy. And yes. I went. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. Right. And for anybody else, you know, that feels like perhaps they've done that. You know, it's the two steps forward, one step back feeling sense. You know, you never lose what you had before. Oh. You know, no. You know, and that was my fear. Oh, my gosh. You know, all my gifts, skills, and talents, are they lost? I mean, that's literally how I felt. And, um, and it's not as a beautiful mentor healer, you know, reminded me not at all, you know, you're continue with that bringing it forward. Like one of the comments here is saying, you know, tender place asking for greater love and acceptance of all those layers of us and, um, and loving, accepting it, being with it, that nurturing is so big. And, um, and wow, the other side is amazing. Yeah, well, and the beauty that I see from it all is each time you have these experiences. So now now that I've had that experience, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, let's do it again. Bring it on. I know what's going to happen this time. Maybe, you know, maybe <laughs> I know what's going to happen. But at the very least, I've had an experience of being alone and being crazy. So now next time when I'm feeling like I'm alone and crazy, I'm like, okay, I'm not alone and I'm not crazy. I've been here before and I know it's been right. And so I'm just going to embrace embrace the craziness, you know, get back on the couch and watch Alice in America land again. <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly. And, you know, the more that we do bring those pieces forward, and especially that inner child, we've done that practice here on the show for others before, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. That um, connecting with that aspect of ourselves and, finding out what they need, bringing that to light. What is their need? What is their hurt? What is, and, um, and as we do that more, that inner child becomes present, curious, loves, yes, the joy, another comment, right? Enjoy what are children like? And so that aspect is always with us. However, it's more healed and it's not the hurting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's really, really one of the keys to help healing the inner child is, mm-hmm. is to follow the inner child. So if mm-hmm. you're in a moment, and, and I don't mean follow by, well, I'm angry, I'm an expressive, there it goes, you know, not, not that. 
But if you connect, if you go deeper than the outer things that are happening, deeper than the anxiety, deeper than than the judgments, and you walk away from it, you go inside and you connect with your heart and say, okay, what am I needing right now? Mm-hmm. But when you go deeper, you might find a little child that's saying, you know, I just want to go play. I, you know, I've been working too hard, you know, so f- follow that. Go play whatever play looks like to you, you know. Maybe, you know, there's a couple times where we've got a, a vegan donut place here that have these, the pink with the sprinkles and the colors and all the stuff on it. And I, you know, and I'll go there and I haven't eaten sugar for a year, but I'm like, no, you know, this little inner child needs attention in a positive way. Yes. And I will go do that. I'll go have a pink donut with sprinkles and and it doesn't feel so great, and it doesn't taste so great. <laughs> I've been on, been but in that moment, you were in quite jo- the, the joy. <laughs> it was fun to just be in the donut shop, right? Just to see all the colors, yes. you know, yeah. you know, whatever, you know. But follow that. Is it watching a kid's movie? Is it, you know, you know, whatever it is, that's part of the key. Because the ego is just an inner child looking for attention. And so if it doesn't get the intention, it goes out, you know, it's inside out. (laughs) So you have to go in and, you know, what would you give a young child that's acting out? Well, you give it boundaries for one thing, but you would acknowledge it and give it a lot of love too. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, because I know some out there, I've heard clients even say about, you know, kill the ego, slay the ego. There's all these terms and and that's not our perspective at all. It's, oh, recognize that's what's operating. Shh, you're okay. Let's, you know, get that need and let's relax and trust <sighs> the spirit self, the infinite divine self, the light self coming forward, holding. And, um, and the more it'll settle with the love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and I wanted to touch on, um, self-sabotage a little bit because Mm. that's something that the ego does the sly pirate part of the ego will Mm self-sabotage and um a a couple ways i'm hearing an echo echo yeah a couple of ways i've noticed the ego self-sabotage will be when um a great expansion occurs and people go into blame and justification and then they'll get knocked down. And mm-hmm. maybe an experience happens, because oftentimes when you expand, it's going to bring up experiences. So rather than see where I'm the creator and I had a part in this, blame the outer experience and and not see the part of the creation. And then, you know, they'll use that as an excuse to stop the journey. Exactly. Yeah, it's almost like, um, you know, when something what we've even been dreaming or all that showing up, you know, this expansion, this growth, this new, and it's like, it's almost like the universe shows up saying, are you sure? Are you sure? (laughs) Right. (laughs) By, by opportunities like that. Mm -hmm. And not that in a moment we might, you know, lick ourselves, our wounds, but then go, Whoa, wait a minute. I called this in. What's, what's my opportunity here? What's to, to look at. And again, not judge ourselves more for any of it. Uh, Yeah, that's an ongoing practice to notice. I mean, if you could be aware of one thing is the self judgment, 
I mean, it really is a medical intuitive, right? How many diseases and problems in our body are literally caused due to self-judgment? Yes. Being our own inner critic, literally beating ourselves up to the point where we have cancer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And not all of them, but a lot of them, that's, that's an aspect. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. And not connecting with our worth. You know, that worth is our goodness. That right. worth. We're, yeah. Seeing the beyond just this body of form and the outside um, reflection um, aspects of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yeah, that that's true. So knowing that that can happen, you know, this self sabotage. And if we're sometimes we go sideways for a while till we start recognizing, oh, okay, maybe I have to look a little deeper here, <laughs> and um, to do it. Thank you. We're getting some good comments here. We are. We are. Thank you, everyone. And we do have the call call board open too. I'm going to take a peek at it. Mm-hmm. No, we're good right now. Um, there, there's another. Um, area around self-sabotage too. And I just, I want to bring these up because if you have an awareness that you can say, oh, because this is one way you can know if it's your ego, if it's your soul guiding you, right? Mm -hmm. And and I know that's been a question you said your clients have had is Mm -hmm. how do you know? So many of us, well, all of us I know that have been on this path for many, many years are eating a very, very light, high-frequency diet that supports expansion. Light supports light. So if you want to bring more light into you, you have to consume more light. You have to be in more light. You have to be around lighter people. You, you know, right? It's just light equals light. If you, and so I've noticed at times when people are really expanding, and then, of course, they get triggered, the ego, it triggers the body, and the body oh, no, I'm not safe. And then they'll turn to a densified diet of some sort. Mm-hmm. And, and the ego will come in and say, well, my body needed this. Right. You no, know, my right. body needed this. I did, yeah. you know. And then they'll get, they'll get um, messages from doctors and people around mm-hmm. them. Yep. It'll be reinforced from that they'll, belief. Yep. They'll reinforce mm-hmm. the ego. But it's not reinforcing what the soul needs for expansion. It's reinforcing the ego. And they've created that. And it's a form of self-sabotage where then the person will, will go backwards a bit. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'll notice that in my life sometime too. Okay, um, you know, you're really craving something and maybe it's not for the best, <laughs> for, you know, and, and to stop and go, oh, okay, what part of me is really craving this, right? Mm-hmm. Am I going to feed my mind? Oh, maybe I'm wanting to kind of silence this emotion, stuff some intuitive knowing, uh, anything like that. And, you know, just pause and ask, um, which part of me is really wanting this? And whatever our choice, but just that awareness again to make a conscious choice. Yeah, you know, that's, right? that's funny. Yeah, you're reminding me of something. Because when I get up to go to teach in the mornings, I will make like three drinks for me. And I, one of them I'm making like a smoothie with, it's main, mainly powders and it's all green stuff and it tastes horrible. So like, this is for my physical body and my nutrition that if I don't get anything else today. Yeah. And then the other one is like a latte with cacao in it. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, this one's for my ego. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yep. <laughs> so the needs needs that. 
and you can do it in healthy ways. There's lots of great healthy, you know, that's, things that you can enjoy. <laughs> And, and blessing it and lining up with it instead of, you know, eating it going, I, sh- I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't, but I am, and, you know, splitting our energy, you know. So, yeah. So I kind of offer that to clients sometimes too. Well, don't, again, go back to more judgment if you chose to eat it, eat it. Exactly. Embrace it, bless it, thank it, line up with it. And then, you know, and in many cases, it didn't even taste as good, like you said, that you thought it was going to. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's even true about some of the places then that we're, we're choosing to go or be, you know, with certain people. Mm-hmm. Are we, which part of us is driving us to go and hang out in certain situations? In certain groups that don't support your energy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know, I, I notice that a lot and am mm-hmm. careful about my mm-hmm. energy and how much time and what I'm doing around people and where, you know, where I put my energy. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So I think to maybe offer a few, a few things that could, that helps the ego. Um, I know we've done this, the um, circle of protection meditation before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we could mm-hmm. possibly do that again. Um, you know, mm-hmm. like a, maybe a brief version of it. Because mm-hmm. I've noticed the more that I have this meditation in my consciousness yep. as a tool, yep. Yep. Um, it, when it, w- once you reaffirm it, it becomes part of your toolkit. It's very easy when you notice yourself going into the ego to go, okay, now I'm in the circle of protection. And, and mm-hmm. is there anything more that I need now? Because I know the meditation so well that you can start adding to it things that will help you even more. And mm-hmm. I, I've learned to really navigate the ego well with that practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do quicker versions once it's really, like you said, once yeah. it's really anchored in as this circle of protection. Absolutely. Shall we? Yeah. Why don't do you want to guide us through it for? Sure. I can. I can start with that. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, the, for those of you that would like to try this to get a little deeper insight to yourself and your inner child, I encourage you to. Sit in a relaxed position. Remind your body you're safe. Thank you, body. Notice the chair you're on. Closing your eyes with a couple of deep, conscious breaths. When you're breathing out, you're surrendering into this moment, into the infinite. Feeling that relaxation. And then call forward your favorite place in nature. Go there in your mind's eye and land in your favorite place in nature. And while you're there, see yourself, the adult self you are, or if you're whatever, teen listening, drawing a big circle around you. Envision that, whatever way works for you. And really call in that, saying, I'm in a circle, I'm creating my circle of protection I am so safe here. And as you create that circle around you, you start to call in whatever would be safe for you on the edge, on those borders. This is creating a safe boundary. That inner child will need that. Perhaps you're calling in angels, benevolent beings, crystals, flowers. Maybe your circle protection is a brick wall or a glass wall. Trees, anything that works for you. And you put those on that boundary. 
you invite that in and you breathe in the center, looking in all directions. Ah, this is my circle of strength. I'm only good comes to me here. Only good. And in the distance, you see a shadow. And that shadow's approaching you. And as that shadow becomes clear, it is a younger version of yourself carrying a hurt or wound. And they approach the circle. And you embrace, you open the door and invite he, she, they in. Welcome, beautiful child. Come into this safe space. Be with me now. If your inner child does not feel safe to come in, you can just offer pure love, beam love at them from your eyes, your heart. My job is only to listen to you. And when this child comes in, you seal that up and remind them to look around. What a beautiful space we have together. And you allow them to show with you what perhaps there's a, you hear something, you see something. What is this wound? What is this hurt? Dear child, I'm here to listen. That is my job. I accept you. I love you. And really get whatever it is that they are revealing. And even apologize. You know, well, now I have gifts, skills, and talents to help you. I apologize. I didn't have these when we were young together. I now have them. And I am here and I'm listening and I love you dearly. And just see beautiful divine beings coming in even more. Perhaps there's a golden emanation from above. Perhaps you see your own guides, certain angels, beings around the edge that maybe you feel very, very safe with. See all of the support beaming love toward this aspect of you. This offering them a hug connection. If, if they had something, um, a need revealed, you know, a need that how to feel more safe or more loved, really take that in. There may be a specific that you are being guided something else on how this aspect, this inner child will feel more safe or more loved. And you can add any more, Jerry? Mm-hmm. Um, and also you can add to this, you know, Beings from this experience, too. You can have the mythical beings, but there's people in this world now that make you feel safe that are in in the physical. You can add them around, too. Um, I found that really helpful. So go ahead and add, you know, any anyone that really, really makes you feel good and feel safe, because this is the key to really bring safety to this inner child. And then you can offer... I a forgiveness. I unconditionally forgive you, beautiful child, for carrying this hurt, this wound. I know you're doing the best you know how with your consciousness at the time. 
I forgive my body for holding on to this wound all this time. We are doing the best we know how given our consciousness at this time. I forgive myself for holding on, carrying this wound, carrying this hurt. I know I'm doing the best I know how given my consciousness at the time. And I forgive God in the universe for creating a world where one could suffer in the way I believed I was suffering. And as you offer that extra forgiveness, connection, beaming that love from your those that know star consciousness in your heart and without all those beings just smothering with love and acceptance, full acceptance, notice, witness how you feel. And beautiful child, we can meet here anytime, anytime either of us needs and ask them for a little signal when they want to meet you in the circle. And trust what you get. Trust what you get. And thank them for showing up. Anything else, Jerry? No, no, nothing else. Nope, that's good. And um, and and you don't have to go through. You don't have to go through this whole thing. You know, right. every time. So. Right. What I find myself doing if I'm having an egoic a moment where I'm feeling unsafe or unsteady or, or whatever mm-hmm. is I just bring up that circle and I go right into it and see all the beings around me. You know, maybe mm-hmm. I give myself a hug. Maybe I see the the um, the priestess me hugging. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. bringing that aspect in. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Or the priest hugging, you know, the, the prince. Yes. So you see, and, and that's all you have to do. That it gets to the point where this is ingrained into you because you've done mm-hmm. the number one, right? And then exactly. all you have to do is see yourself in the circle giving yourself a hug, and that can be just enough for the moment. That can be, yeah, that acceptance, that pure love of just whatever was there. Exactly. It can get that quick. And um after we anchor that initial what we kind of went through. And so anytime we're triggered, I I what age is she? You know, she shows up. Oh, today she's a 13 year old and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I've got you. I love you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does she need and what is she doing? And then giving her, taking time to give her. It, it's, it's, it's a job. It is. <laughs> and, and you know, that yeah, reminds me of yeah. Yes. And another aspect that I have seen in my training and with clients is, Sometimes that inner child took on a belief where it was not safe to have an emotion um, or to be heard. And so literally in that circle, what we just did, we have that child really vent. Just sit there and love them and say, here, you're allowed to say it now. Oh, I'm really mad. You know, it's just a short little and then go right through it. But that moving some of that emotion that hurt through the truth chakra as a resonance of energy and acknowledging can be very powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple more, a couple more practices that will help. Um, and I know we've said it on the show before, but the mirror practice is wonderful. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. So to stand in front of the mirror and, and and look yourself straight into your soul, right into your eyes, deep into your eyes, and this this takes some doing, and say the words, you know, I love you unconditionally. You are safe with me. I accept you just the way you are. I love you unconditionally. You are safe with me. 
I accept you just the way you are and do it over and over. (laughs) Yeah, notice what comes forward. How many feel it in the throat when that, you know, you first start doing that, you know, the imbalance of the beliefs. Yes, that's a beautiful one. Yep. And then, and then now take it witnessing yourself doing it. So lift up and witness yourself doing it. So that, that's something I've done a lot through the years and I still, I need to do it more. I'll often keep a mirror just sitting out somewhere, a hand mirror so that I can, you know, I remind myself to grab it and do it. Yeah. And especially if we catch ourselves looking in the mirror and judging ourselves. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah. (laughs) I focused on that wrinkle. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And another practice I like is, um, you know, even the presence practice of when you're having a body symptom and that floating above it and being with it and, and asking, you know, what's the message here for me? Mm -hmm. One, one of the biggest things I think that has helped me, you know, with the ego, and I've been doing this daily for at least six months, but it's body of the body love. It's a body love meditation. Mm-hmm. I need to create mm-hmm. one myself. I haven't, but I found one online yes. that I, that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I do every day after yoga and it's just sending love to every single body part, yes. every organ, every cell, mm-hmm. blood, mm-hmm. tissues, you know, skin, hair, you name it. And then yep. I keep going. You know, I go into gratitude for this life, for the people around me, mm. for, for everything. And I just keep going with the gratitude for the, those that are guiding me. And, and there's almost not been a time where I haven't gone into tears. And so the gratitude is huge. You can do gratitude journals. You can do gratitude any way you want. But I just started with the body love because it does a couple of things. You're reassuring the body that's connected with the ego. So you're giving that body love so it's relaxing. And then you're also in the energy of gratitude, which in and of itself is a way to release the mind and the ego. Mm-hmm. So you're like doing double duty. And so I've and and the bonus is is as I've been doing this gratitude um, journal every not journal, but um, meditation every day, lately I've been getting emails from clients and people sharing their gratitude for things that I've done. Yes. So, so not only are you relaxing the ego, but you're, you're, you're opening up a portal of gratitude that, um, that, that assists others. And it's also giving you great reflections. Absolutely. <laughs> you're shifting uh, the outside, outside of you. Yeah, absolutely. And seeing that, wow, the universe is supporting me. Look at all these ways. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just when you wondered if you were doing enough for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It is. And even, you know, sometimes when we're in our lowest place, that's the hardest time to do gratitude. And yet it's most important. If there's something, some tiny thing we can start with. And I remember being there in that dark place and going, I know I've got to look at something that I'm grateful for. And, you know, now it's, um, you know, then moving into the celebration of it all. I mean, look where we've gotten, where we've come. Right. I I think we've all been to rock bottom. 
Mm-hmm. But I think rock bottom is where the ego finally releases enough so you can mm-hmm. go up the ladder again. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. right. My my biggest ego release was when I hit rock, rock right. bottom. Right. We don't know what, yeah, what might it take? What might we have to walk through in order to shake things up to look? <laughs> right. Because you find that at rock bottom, you, you, you really don't have control. That's it. That's it. <laughs> you have to let go. You're at the bottom. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. So true. All right. I'm going to take a look at the phone line during the echo. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Do you have any more? I can't think of anything else unless we had a question from anybody. I think um, shared some practices and some insights that have helped us through this because this week, many of us may be noticing our egos flaring. And um, and the more that we do, recognize, love, lift, everybody can benefit. Yeah, and the more we give it love, just like a, a little child, right? We mm-hmm. uh, giving any baby or child lots of love creates a healthy child. You yes. give that yes. ego, you know, that inner child mm-hmm. in us, in you, mm-hmm. that love and that acceptance and that appreciation and the gratitude for everything. The more it will soften as well and be a lot healthier and allow you to <laughs> go your way. Yeah shine brighter the light that you are and um you want to mention um tomorrow evening the lineage holders thank you jean for the reminder yeah i don't know the exact time is it 7 p.m eastern eastern join us yes 7 7 p.m eastern and so if you, you believe you're a lineage holder and if you're watching this show you are a lineage your holder. heart calls you in any way as one of my kids, her heart was feeling called. It's like, yes, please join. <laughs> yes, yes. Go to Official Shri and Kira on YouTube, and we will all be there doing a time jump, um, an urgent emergency time jump. So I guess we'll all find what that's about tomorrow night. So, But the goal is to bring more peace and balance to the outer experience, and so Hard to do that from here. So if we lift into a higher state of consciousness, we can be more effective in doing so. So if you feel mm-hmm. called, join us and spread the word for sure. Yes, let's come together. Together we are better. We make a difference. You are so loved. And, and so, Oh, I'm sorry. Are you finishing? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. okay. <laughs> Thank um, you. We have a, cu- a couple minutes left, so I will pull a card to clarity for all of us. Let's see what we're at. How many should I pull? Two. Two. All right. Two it is. That's good. Two. union with the soul, right? There, exactly. Um, sacred union. And, um, yep, this is a message. We all are... Calling in. Let's see what we're co-creating as far as a message from. All right, here's one. 
Thank you all for being here today. Jumping in the chat. Love to see you all. We do. Until, yeah, we can see you physically, some of you. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, body cards. Interesting. True body cards. Yeah. And truth. Woo. And truth. Isn't that perfect for right now? Good grief. I don't think I've ever pulled a body card on one of these before. Ah. Okay. So I'm going to read the heart. We almost need to hear this. Yep. Okay. Yes. <laughs> body calling. And this uh, is part self-ascension four. It is time to let go of the old ways. The time of discovering and anchoring a new center has arrived. This new center is asking you to let go of the mind as ruler and to free the mind to serve as you intended. Without interference or negativity influencing your decisions. When the heart's center anchors itself as the ruler of the body, all decisions are obvious and a peaceful flow emerges from all situations. Place one hand on your heart and the other on your head. Breathe rhythmically and allow these energy centers to rebalance themselves. Pay attention to this balance until your new heart center is well established. Okay, and this is the truth. Fifth chakra. So, Fifth chakra, and it's self-ascension five. The moment is now. You must be truth in action. Words have no meaning and will only serve to continue to interfere with your clarity. To fully understand the situation before you now, ignore all the words that are present with it and become the observer of the actions of those in the world. Herein lies the truth, and this is the only truth. Now observe yourself. Are your actions congruent with your words? Are you, or you, have you been also untruthful with yourself? Mm. Careful not to judge yourself or others through this process. This is a vital and important lesson. Once learned, it is the gateway to your highest expression. Perfect way to end. So, yeah, Beautiful. heart and truth. So it's like a yeah. yep. heart is right in the middle. Exactly, yep. And allowing who we really are here to flow through. And it's not all words. It's in the presence. Okay. Thank well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you all. Yeah. Namaste. Namaste.